Well, welcome everyone back to another episode. It's kind of becoming a habit here of, can I have a word with you? Bruce Pulver, author of Above the Chatter, Our Words Matter, uh, joined by my amazing co-host, who I love doing these conversations with you, Heather Carter. Hey, how are you doing? Better than I deserve. <laughs> we've, been, we've, been, we've been talking a lot about expectations over the last couple of episodes. You know, we did the first one. Go back and check it out if you haven't seen it. Episode uh, ex Expectations of Ourselves, Expectations of Others, which was really interesting to me. I learned a lot from your perspective on that, mm -hmm. Heather. I really, I really did. I hope everybody, I'm sure, sure other folks did as well. And today we thought, wow, <laughs> you know, we, we, we do have a steady thread and current. Hopefully folks get this. Sometimes we're very explicit about it and sometimes we just kind of stay in our lane a bit, but you know, we're faith-based people, both Christians and have had our own experiences and our walk and all that. And, and we thought it would make sense to talk about, you know, expectations from a, from a God perspective, you know, expectations from us, you know, what, what are the expectations that we believe, you know, God has of us? And then the other part of this is, you know, what are our expectations from him? And that may be a kind of a controversial way to talk about it, but I think it's important to kind of get that out there and, and see if we can generate some ideas and, and just kind of talk about some perspective and the power of our words. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I think we all have um, you know, there's two nuances to it. Like you were saying, we have expectations of God, and then we all have things that we believe that God expects from us or of us. And both of those can be often skewed. I love the, um, perspective about what we expect from God, because I, Definitely, I think as I was growing up, has ideas if then mentality with God. Like, if I do this, then he should do this. If I behave, then he should reward me. If I um, you know, behave in my relationships, then he should make my marriage perfect for the rest of my life. And if I, whatever, it's all about performance you know if i do this then he should do this and that is just um i don't know where i got that but that's um maybe i was taught that early in church or something but that's definitely not how i think he operates now um first of all he doesn't owe me anything <laughs> by the grace of god we are here right yeah yeah mm-hmm well, I, I, I agree with you. So for, for me, there's been so much that's been experience that has taught me a lot about myself and my relationship. And it's exactly kind of launched the way you did. Hey, God, you know, you say I do this and then you do that. Um, he doesn't negotiate. There isn't a, uh, a deal that you can make. I, I really don't mm -hmm. believe that. Um, you know, I, I believe there's... There's really, and, and we break it down. And why don't we just do this? We break it down. I think from us, what God expects from us. And this is just, this, and this is really personal and it's really sort of perspective. So it's not an agreement looking for, or it's not a 
this is the way it is. It's just what my experience has been is that the G for God from us is to give ourselves to him. You know, he, he blessed us by putting us on this earth and that what we can do is return ourselves to him so that he can use us in the way that he intended to. So I think the G is to give ourselves to him, get out of the driver's seat, have trust, uh, obey, surrender, surrender, not give up, but surrender in a way that says, I cannot do this by myself. So that would be the G. I think the O from us is, um, he wants us to own wanting a relationship with him. Like, I believe that he's not going to come yank us. He's there, but he wants us to come to him um, by giving ourselves to him, but, but really want, owning that we want a relationship with him. And then the D is daily, daily walking, daily in his word, daily having conversations through prayer, daily gratitude, um, daily trust. Daily surrender, daily obeying, as I said, daily doing, and daily letting him lead. That, that has been where I have found personally mm -hmm. the most rewarding aspect is it's okay not to know. If I, if I stay on his path, he will guide me, and he has greater plans for us than I could ever imagine myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of the things I talk about a lot in my writing and in my books is that the, about how to um, be in relationship with God during the drama, the trauma, and minutia of everyday life. So the drama is, you know, the relationships, the trauma is, you know, the emergencies and the illnesses and addiction and all that. And then 80% of our day is really minutia. It's sitting in line at the banks, sitting in, standing in line at the grocery store, dropping kids off at school, making kids lunches, um, whatever those things are, how do we incorporate God into those activities? So we're always living in kind of this upper room kind of life instead of in the basement of life, that we see things from a God's eye, God's view, like you've said, perspective. Um, we can do that and let him be a part of our minutia because we're going to draw closer to him if we're not just saving him for the big stuff. Wow. Every day, a little bit incremental. That's one of my favorite words is incrementalism because in the middle of it is mental. We have to be aware our, our heart and our head need to align mm -hmm. in those, like you said, in the grocery line in, in, in the bank or on hold waiting for to speak to somebody or, you know, or that sort of thing. And, and, well, that's the, worst, that's the worst one. I hate that. <laughs> How to get God in there. <laughs> yeah. My friend always says, I don't, I'll tell her something. I'll call and go crazy about something. And she'll say, first of all, I don't hear God in there anywhere. And I always say, well, he's implied. But she's like, I want to hear you talk about how you're going to get God in there. Um, into all areas of our life. Yeah. And, you know, for some, we're, we're drawn towards when we have a challenge and others, we, we tend to repel to our faith from our faith when we're in a challenging moment. For me, mm -hmm. that's helped me with being around men and women 
that encourage me in the walk the same way. I think that's really important to understand that we can learn what God wants from us and for us and what we need from him by being around others that are on the same journey. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, I think that's spot on. Um, I think God has, you know, the, he's given us his spirit to dwell within us, but we also need each other to be his hands and feet to in this kind of physical interaction is how we can better embrace, um, I guess, what he can do in us and through us, you know, through community. Absolutely. You know, because it, it's so easy to be feel rudderless, you know, when we're when we're alone, even if we're on this walk. Um, I do think that that's such a that's such a strong, strong part of it. And, you know, it's not easy. And, you know, a lot of folks may have said, hey, I've tried that or doesn't work for me. And, and that's OK. I mean, I'm not preaching that. But but I could tell you on my walk that. As times were have been difficult and I've had to go through some of my challenges in life. Um, the magnetic pull has only been incredibly positive and beneficial mm. and I've learned so much and I've, I've let go of so much whether it's expectations of others expectations of myself which is what we've been talking about mm -hmm. and leaning you know um not on my own understanding right if proverbs 3 5 and 6 um you know yeah. and in philippians um is it 4 11 11 hang on a second got it right here in front of me yeah, I think that's right. 413, 413, I can do all things through God who's, who's, who strengthens me. So um, that's just me. From us, I just think he wants us willing. He wants us to turn things over to him, and he wants us to walk daily. What if yeah. we flip? And so let's talk a little bit more about just we kind of touched on what God, you know, the expectations we put on God. I love this to the stories from the Bible that remind me of that is the one is the Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego who were <clears throat> thrown into the furnace because they would not bow down to, to the king. And um, they said, you know, you can go ahead and throw us in there. And we, be because we believe that God will rescue us. But even if he does not, we will bow down to you. We will still continue to worship. And Job, his friends are like, curse God and die already. You know, he's taken everything away from you. And he said, even though he slay me, I will still praise him. So I, I really believe that our expectations from God, sometimes we get into this where we, it's not God that we want. It's what he can do for us. And it's important for us to remember our place. He is God and you are not. You've heard the joke, you know, um, the difference between you and God is that God never thinks he's you. Uh, and sometimes we start thinking like God owes us. Something. So, um, but he, from him, you know, we've been giving everything, given everything that we could ever ask for. And sometimes we just are just constantly expecting him to answer our prayers the way we want them to be answered. But we have to trust that he sees that bigger picture and that even if we don't get what we want, that we still love him and trust him and know that he has the best, the best plan for us. 
Yes. And yeah, his plan is greater than mine could ever be. And he's uh, T.D. Jakes, one of the sermons I listened to his, he said, if you think that God is preparing blessings for you, you got it backwards. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. He goes, they're already prepared. He's preparing you to receive them. So that that sort of helped me as I'm going through some, you know, as, as we all go through challenging times, what is it in this, God, that you want me to learn? Because you're preparing me for something that I don't even know what that is, and that's okay, but I just know it's his plan. And, and that's that's sort of a, I mean, that's a difficult thing to, to step into every day, really. I mean, it's not easy, but to try to keep that in perspective, um, the three things that I think I want from from God and just using the G-O-D, you know, as we do things, as I break down words, the G for me was I, I want him to be guiding me, just continuously guiding me is the G. The O is uh, opportunities to serve that um, in ways that he's intended. And the other thing I, I want from him is his divine intervention to, to, you know, put things in front of me and keep things away from me that, that um, I don't need or put things in front of me that I do and, and, and open my eyes to continuing to follow. So it was pretty simple on what I want from him, because if I get down to a specific thing or things like that, and I do believe it's important to pray, pray specifically and, and, and those sorts of things, but I, I try to, I try to keep it in on the path uh, pray for clarity Pray for the right steps that you would have me take. Um, other than that, um, mm -hmm. I try not to be too specific on things because, right. again, I truly believe his plan is bigger. Right. I absolutely agree because I, I've definitely gotten past that. I used to have big lists of people that I was praying specific things for. And I'm not saying that you should never. Absolutely. If someone I love got sick, I would beg and beg and bargain and do all the stuff that I don't think probably works, but I would do it because I love that person so much and I, I want it. I just want it. And I probably would be relentless about it. But as a general rule, I pray for the things that I know God wants. I ask him to draw my loved ones closer to him. I, I know he wants that. There's no doubt. You know, I'm not going to say help him get the job at this place or help him get this house because wonder if that's not the house. I mean, I've gotten the house I thought I was build. I didn't understand it till years later when I fell apart and the people that were shunning me lived in that neighborhood. I would have been living in a prison, <laughs> but I, yeah. at the time I just knew that that was not happening. And I just had to be like, I don't know why I'm just going to, Trust that you have a better, better plan for that and not manipulate and coerce and try to get God to do. And sometimes he does. I think sometimes he's like, all right, you asked for it like a thousand times. I don't think it's good for you, but you know what? You're going to have to figure that out for yourself because you just keep trying to manipulate it to make it force it to happen. And then we usually it doesn't go very well. Yeah. You know, I, I've got this image in my head. I talk about this with, with several folks when we, we talk about clarity and what that bigger picture is. And that is sometimes life is like a, putting together a jigsaw puzzle without the box top to look at what it's ultimately going to be like. Mm -hmm. We just have to keep, you know, we find the corners first and then we mm -hmm. put the edges together and then, and that's could be scary. Right. But I think my rationalization mm -hmm. or way of putting that into a visual for myself is that 
the plan is in place. I'm a member of the plan. I'm a big part of it, of his. I know that. And asking ourselves to give ourselves to him, owning and wanting a relationship, and then daily walking is, is really what I think he wants from me. Yeah. Let him take care of the details and the bigger plan and me just do those things. And he's outlined pretty well the things we can expect from him in his word. You know, yes. we can expect him to give us hope and hope in all circumstances and strength and us or forsake us. Um, there are a lot of promises that he gives us. None of them really include us getting everything we want. Or if we do this, this and this, then he'll then that will equal, you know, his showing up and giving us what we think we need. So, um, you know, if anyone's confused on what God is and isn't and what he is willing to do or not do, it's pretty, you know, there's some pretty clear promises in the Bible about those things. Yeah. And spending it, spending time each day in a little, just read a, read a verse in a chapter and say, you're going to read a verse a day. Not, not even a whole chapter, just, just mm -hmm. you know, read a specific verse or read a whole chapter and pick out one verse that sticks with you and 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 think and pray on that. That's what that's what I've been doing with a group of men and, and it really helps me. Like you said, it reveals itself if you put the time in, if you if you actually do that, make that part of your daily routine. And that's what I'm trying to do. And if anybody wants to know more about that, message me. Um uh, at Instagram above the chatter, Bruce Pulver or Facebook mm -hmm. above the chatter, Bruce Pulver. And I'd be happy to share more of that with you. So we want to bring this in for a landing. So we, as we talk about expectations, we've gone a couple of weeks, three weeks now with them. I know, I know we're, and you and I, we were talking, we're still debating. There's probably a lot of other um, episodes we can do on expectations and break it down even further. But um, you know, I think it's a good thing for me to review all these things. Um, and I probably should go back and listen to our other episodes too, because this is definitely a, a battle for me. Um, on my site on heathercarterwrites.com, you can actually go to there, go to the site, click on browse blogs by topic, and then expectations is one of those. And so you can read everything I've ever written about that, which unfortunately is a lot. Because <laughs> it, it seems to crop up in my life quite a bit. But um, I've done have some tools now, and hopefully you all have some tools that you can use to to help, you know, turn those expectations into hope and hold it loosely and trust God with the, the results of all of that. Amen. Couldn't echo that any louder. Heather, it's been a joy to talk about expectations. <laughs> we may do another one, little teaser there. We may come up with another episode on expectations, but we've done ourselves, others, and God. So it's been a blast. Now that we've got our brains going about it, yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Look, everybody have a great day, and thanks for joining. If you love this, if this brings something to you, some joy, some insight, share it out. Write a review. Like it. Uh, we're just trying to have a conversation and toss some ideas and mm -hmm. some, some thoughts out to hopefully uh, stimulate some growing and learning. I know I am. Heather, we'll talk soon. Mm. Yep. Bye.